0: Hi, Charles here from Nerve the Phone Podcast, and you are listening to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, hosted by Kyle, here on the IndieBlastNetwork.com and on Anchor.fm. Stay tuned and get yourself some Tokyo Munchies! Yeah, And hey guys, welcome back to the Tokyo Munchies Podcast. I know, I know, I missed it last week, I'm sorry about that. I was probably carried away doing something here in Tokyo. It's, it's a crazy city to live in, there's so much to do and so much to see. And there's so many opportunities here, it's just crazy. I think I remember what I was doing last week. I think it was for a magazine shoot or something, I don't know. I'll remember, I'll check my calendar later and I'll find out. Anyway guys, I hope you're all doing well out there in the land of everywhere else except for the land of the rising sun. Welcome back to the Tokyo Munchies podcast. We're going to keep on going. As long as we can keep on going, we'll get there. But yeah, into the good stuff and then we'll get into talking about what we're here for, the Tokyo Munchies. So we'll go into the Tokyo weather first because it is actually getting really, really nice this time of the year. As you probably are aware, we're going in the spring, so here's the Tokyo weather for you. Wednesday at 2.32, it is clear. Beautiful day out there. It's nice. 20 degrees centigrade. Celsius, sorry. And the Fahrenheit for you fine friends over there in America. 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So nice weather. A little bit chilly in the shade, but the sun really, really nice. It's good, good to power up that vitamin D get that man of steel going again precipitation is at 10% which is yeah that's about correct Humidity 43 yeah wind five minutes per second yeah maybe it's not really windy there's nothing going on Uh, weather for the rest of the week is pretty much similar but yeah we got rain coming on Sunday and Monday but as I mentioned guys we're going into springtime now and I think I saw the other day on the news that they have a new officially announced that it is Cherry Blossom Festival time here in Japan. It's Cherry Blossom time. So it's officially announced that Cherry Blossoms are blooming here in Tokyo. And that's what we like to see. And walking around my local neighborhood, Komagome, yeah, you can see them. They're all popping out, man. I think either the next two days, two days to this weekend, I think is the optimum Cherry Blossom cherry blossom viewing time for this year. It is looking really good. Last year was a cracker. Last year, I think it started around the same time. And it went for about three or four weeks, which is a lot longer than normal. Because normally, normally you have this wind come up around mid-Cherry Blossom maximum bloom time. Like when they're really out there. Yeah, these really strong winds start coming up and they just blow all the cherry blossoms away pretty much overnight so normally you're lucky to get about a week to two weeks roughly more about a weekish on average for your cherry blossom viewing but last year as i said it was about three to four weeks this year may be the same maybe we'll find out we're going to talk about cherry blossoms in a minute we're going to go to the japan news and then we'll come back to that so JapanNews.com, let's see what you've got to talk about. Hopefully it's some nice stuff. Right, here we go. Uh, Japan News number one. Shipment of cold storage bags for vaccine transport proceeding rapidly. Cold storage bags needed to transport the elephant in the room vaccine are being shipped at a rapid pace from a factory in Kasukabe, Sakuma Prefecture. That has been entrusted with the work by medical equipment manufacturer. Sugiyama Janko of Bunkyo Ward. Yeah, Bunkyo Ward. I'm in Toshima Ku. Bunkyo Ward's like my neighbor Ku. It's right, right there. I can walk outside, walk two meters. I'm in Bunkyo Ku. So yeah, Bunkyo Ku. Good stuff. Represent. But yeah, um, medical company there has been entrusted with mm-hmm. making the cold kind of storage bags, and someone's messaging me. Uh, no, I'll ignore that. yeah, they've been entrusted with making the medical bags, um, good stuff. Good stuff. A little bit positive there. Yeah, here we go. I was just talking about this, guys. Cherry blossom viewing spots devise ways to have enjoyed Japan, Sakura amid all the pan and the mic. Ah, yeah, another thing, too, talking about cherry blossoms. This episode is going to be all about cherry blossoms, a lot of cherry blossoms, a little Sakura going on. Um, yeah, so let's cover this news article, then we'll talk about that some more. Uh, the second Cherry Blossom season in the Elephant in the Room era has arrived. Last year, many popular venues for viewing the colourful petals simply barred visitors. However, greater efforts are being made in 2021 to accommodate visitors. Popular spots are getting craved about finding ways for people to enjoy. Yeah, um just while that loads. Last year they canned Ueno, you couldn't go to Ueno to see the Cherry Blossoms, Ueno Cohen, Ueno Park is really, really, really popular, it's crazy. I've been there two times, I think, or three times, mid-Cherry Blossom viewing, and it is madness, man. Shoulder to shoulder, people are packed in everywhere, they're sitting anywhere they can, but it is really beautiful, because you have all the neon city lights in this huge park. And it's just really pretty and it's a good time to chill out in the park and drink and be merry with your friends. So, Iweno Park was closed, uh, Yoyogi Park was closed, Hibiya Park was closed, Shinjuku-kyoum was closed. Pretty much the government said all these parks are closed, you can't go and sit there on your blue tarp, drink and eat and be merry and watch cherry blossoms, you can't do it. You can walk past, I think you can walk through, but you can't chill. And there's no illumination or anything to make it even more prettier. So this year's same thing, they've knocked like pretty much all the major spots on the head already. Nakameguro is another really popular one. Nakameguro has this really beautiful river running through it. And they have lanterns illuminating the cherry blossoms on both sides of the river. Really super popular, really beautiful. If you get the chance to come to Japan sometime in the next 5 years, 10 years, 20. I don't know. Yeah, remember Nakameguro. Definitely go to Nakameguro Kōen. Nak- sorry. Nakameguro to see the cherry blossoms. right just got this article a little bit. So they're saying they're making up more inventive creative ways for people to enjoy the sakura. And they have established walking routes to drone broadcasts. Hey. Now bit do you yeah, the restrictions apply, you're able to enjoy cherry blossoms without worrying about the distance between me and other people. So they've done the social distancing. Um they're doing like walkways through the parks. Certain areas are banned entry, you can't go in. Or some areas you can have a party. But yeah, and all and the security guards will be increased, yeah. In Okushira Park, which straddles Musashino and Mitaka in Tokyo has security guards patrolling the grounds to prevent nighttime security viewing, so yeah, you can't even go in there late at night, early morning, and chill because there are any security guards in there. But yeah, that's apparently they're just doing the social distancing, making like little walkways, having security guards, um, doing some other stuff. But that's cool. At least that's a little bit positive. Like last year was just a cold, hard ban. Like no, you will not go in here and look at them. Not gonna happen. And while we're here, Japan using a three. Japan reluctant to impose sanctions over China's human rights abuses. Ah, I don't want to end this on Negative. Ah, just quickly. The Japanese government is taking a cautious stance on sanctions against China over its human rights violations against ethnic minority communities in the Zhangjiang Uyghur Autonomous Zone. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm not going to cover that. That's enough of that. I want to keep it positive here. Um, That's Japan news and the Tokyo weather. I'm not going to worry about going to a commercial break in this podcast because we missed last week. So we're going to go straight into the reason why you're here. Japanese candy. Yeehaw. Chocolate and munchies. We're going to cover some cherry blossom snacks to try from Japan. And these you can get from pretty much any convenience store here. Already, man, all the supermarkets and convenience stores are packed to the gills security themed stuff and it's great I love it let's cover some of the some of the best the security kit kat it can't knock that every year they have a new design new packet security kit kats coming out the cherry (laughs) blossom kit kats and we've got uh, thank you yeah I'm I'm doing a band well I'm playing bass guitar in a Japanese band tomorrow just going to message them but yeah come back to that ah yeah security kit kats ah yeah You know, Japanese Kit Kats are outrageous, all the different flavors, but the Sakura one's really, really good. They're made of like genuine Sakura petals ground up into the flower. Um, This here we've got roasted soybean flavor mixed with that as well. Oh, and there's a matcha. Oh, there's a green tea Sakura as well, so you've got the cherry blossom flavor and the green tea flavor as well. That's a nice one. Kit Kat is always outdoing itself packaging wise which is part of the allure of kitkats here too it's just like the packaging is beautiful it's really really nice i'll load myself up on some of them and while we're speaking about kitkats i sampled the peach Parfait Kit kitkat uh last night if you like paraffa's and peach yeah yeah that's i recommend it but if you don't like peach too much yeah i'd avoid it it's sort of like Sickly sweet. It was a little bit too much. So the Kit Kat, Sakura Kit Kats. They're always a go-to. Kit Kats, Japan. You know, it's synonymous. Here's another one. I like these. These are Cal from Calby The Sakura Prawn Crackers. So cherry blossom prawn crackers. A little bit different to the prawn crackers you get like in the Chinese restaurant. You get those like hard, plasticky disc ones, which are deep fried and they pop up into these like popcorn type of little bowl things i love those those are great these are more like a twisty like a small chip um they're shrimp and (laughs) they're shrimp flavored so they're prawn crackers so prawn crackers with hints of cherry blossom sounds appealing Uh, i think i'm going to skip that one so in conjunction with the cherry blossoms like at the same time the cherry blossoms bloom just before they do the plum blossoms bloom too, and people often confuse these. But the flowers are different, and the colours are slightly different too. Uh, cherry blossoms, one way you can tell them apart very easily is the cherry blossoms rain down individual little petals, like little circular petals everywhere. The plum blossoms pretty much just drop the whole flower. But plum, blossom, plum stuff comes out at the same time as the cherry blossom stuff comes out. So we've got from YBC, another great company name, the Ariel chips from YBC, cherry blossom flavor. Ariel make really cool, unique chips. It's um, they're baked, not fried, and they're folded. It's like a flat potato-like paste thing, which is folded over like three or four times and roasted, and it puffs up into like this little foldy-looking, sandwichy thing. But they're really good they're really airy and really moorish that's why they're called aerials because they're airy um yes they're doing their they're famous for tarako and butter flavor and they're doing their sakura flavored limited edition now too they'll be out there everywhere and yeah that's a good one to keep your eyes open for uh cherry blossom nihonshu or cherry blossom sake that is really beautiful package so again, this time of the year, it's all about the cherry blossoms and this company. What's your name? Uh, there's no company name. That's a shame. But they got cherry blossom sake. And it's nice. It's a little fat, round bottle. Pink lid. Little decorative pink tape on the side. And inside the bottle, they've got little cherry blossom petals. Which is really cool. If I was still drinking, I'd probably try that. But no, but it looks nice. Keep moving on. Another chip, uh, the Super Mocho Chips, the Ume Plum Flavor. So, plum in Japanese is Ume, Ume means plum. Uh, plums treated interestingly, it's very sour, very bitter. That's way too many messages, man. I'm really sorry guys if you're hearing that. I'll, I can't block it, I'm in the middle of recording on my phone through the Anchor app. You gotta love the Anchor. So back to this, the Super Macho Chips, cherry blossom flavored chips again, they're Japanese, sorry, they're Japanese Ume, sour plum flavored. It's pretty much just your standard potato chip, sour plum flavor. Um, that's pretty much it. Ah, uh, oh, yep, yeah, we've got a couple more to talk about. This one, I love it. This one, I like it so much. I actually bought four of these and I still have them here. This is the Sakura Coca-Cola limited edition slim aluminium bottles these are... I'm not sure if these are available in the rest of the world I i live in Tokyo, I don't really get out of the, Japan much I don't really look around too much outside of Japan other than Australia and um, that's about it but in Japan they have these slim aluminium coke bottles and it's more about the, the bottle like the collectability or the beauty of the bottle rather than the product but um. Yeah, 2018, I think it is. I've got four of them in my cupboard here. 2018, it was the first time I saw it. And man, these were crazy. I got a really good deal on these, and I checked online later, and people were selling them for $35 for an empty bottle. That's what the hell, man. So I grabbed a heap of them, and I put them on the shop for sale at not that much, half the price. Sold a few, and I got a few left. So they're a couple of years old, but they're a limited edition slim line Sakura Cherry Blossom Coca Cola bottle. I'll keep them till I retire and sell them, or I might sell, try to sell them later. If you're interested, drop me a line at tokyomunchies at gmail.com. That's munchies spelled with a Z, not an S. And yeah, maybe we can work something out. Maybe I can sell you my Sakura Coca Cola slim bottle. But yeah, there'll be another one coming out this year, which is great. I'll go hunting for that and get some more for the Coca-Cola collection. Mike's Popcorn. Oh, from Frito-Lay, Mike's Popcorn is the shizzle. I love it. It's great. Just a standard Mike popcorn is fantastic. They've got like a butter, Hokkaido butter one flavor here too, which is great. Mike actually did, Mike's Popcorn did a wasabi flavored popcorn too, which is fantastic. And um, yeah, this year, no different, they've done their Ume flavored popcorn, which is your sour plum flavored popcorn. Again, that's going to be great, that's going to be gold. Mike's Sour Plum flavored popcorn. It just, everything's working there for me. Uh, can I buy some of them and smash them later? Ooh, good value. And this is another one of my favorites too, the Kuikya Sakura potato chips. Koikea make these slimline chip bags, so they're easy to hold in one hand. They're very small, very slim. They're pretty good packaged wise too. Like you get almost a full bag of chips. You know when you get when you see a big bag of chips in the shop and you think, yeah, I'm gonna get that that big bag of chips. And you get home and you open it, and it's like a quarter full. So Koikea they have a slimline bag and they pretty much fill it to the top, almost. So it's a lot better bang for your bucks. The reason why I like Kokia yeah, is that one, that reason, but also they're re- they make these really thin, like McDonald's fried potato chips, and they're just really crispy and really easy to eat and just nice. So they've brought out their cherry blossom flavored Sakura ones, which would be nice to munch on. We've got some Sakura candy from Lotte, wow. and some ume flavored candy. I don't like it, but yeah. Oh, bl- here we go, a Plum Blossom Furikake. So back to the plums, a sour plum again. Furikake is like a seasoning that you put on rice to make rice more flavorful. I like eating white plain rice, I have no problems with that, but if you want to make it extra flavorful, get some furikake, dump it on there, and it gives you some crunchiness, some seaweed flavor, Depends on which type of flavor you get. You can get different types of flavored furikake. So, this furikake is the ume. It's a plum blossom one, so it's gonna be a sour sour seaweed furikake, which is nice. Um, oh, and the last one I want to talk about is a kaki no tane. Kaki no tane, um, I don't know how that directly translates to English, but. Uh, Kakinotani is like a snack, a Japanese snack that they serve in music bars, and stuff. These little like boomerang, boomerang-shaped rice crackers with peanuts, like mixed together in these little individual packs. Um, the reason why I love these so much for is they make a wasabi-flavored one, and it's a go-to for me. Every time I'm loading up the shopping each week, I'm always getting a pack, like a, a bag of these with six individual packs in them and my kids love them too and it's wasabi flavored which is very interesting kids don't normally go for wasabi but my kids love them so this year it's cherry blossom festival and kakino tane has brought out the ume flavored kakino tane so it's the same thing a little rice cracker chips with your peanuts and they're going to be flavored with a nice sour plum so that's some um, good going there hey so like Japan goes all out with their snacks, chocolate, and candy stuff. Um, you probably would have heard uh, about two or three years ago, I had on the shop for sale, also on the podcast here, I mentioned it a couple of times. Secura Pocky, it was so good, I've got, I've got a box from last year still, that's almost finished now, and they have a very, very long shelf life, so it's not a problem. But the reason why the Sakura Pok is so, so good is they use actual genuine Sakura petals ground up to make the flour, and they mix it in also with the um, chocolate. It's a white chocolate which is colored pink because of the cherry blossoms and they make the chocolate with premium grade Hokkaido butter so it's the best butter in Japan. And then they use this rock sea salt from some island here in Japan too. So it's all premium ingredients, all mixed into this beautiful Pocky, and then they just keep going. The packaging is fantastic. It's in this very decadent black box with these bold, elegant uh, cherry blossoms all over it, embossed with gold, and Pocky is stamped into the packaging Pocky Sakura in gold, and it just looks fantastic. So. I'm going to finish up the rest of those pockies later, I think. and Actually, I'm going to save them for this weekend. We'll do a Cherry Blossom Festival viewing this weekend if we can. But that's pretty much it for today's podcast, guys. I'm really sorry I missed last week's podcast. I'll try to get back to the regular weekly stuff. We'll just see what life throws us. I hope you're all staying safe out there. And I hope you're all enjoying 2021 so far. I've set up a Buy Me a Coffee account too, so the link will be in the description. Uh, if you don't mind, jump on, click the link, and buy me a coffee and yeah, help support the channel. And I'll be able to get back to normal podcasts and make something special happen this year with the shipping and get back in the Tokyo Munchies business. So. That's going to be pretty much all, pretty much it for today, guys. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next Wednesday. This is Kyle from Tokyo Munchies. If you've got the munchies, we've got the munchies, tokyomunchies.com.